0: Like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karen Weary, Ida Sereno Lee, and John Kennedy. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, You'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shift Happens. I am Karin Weary, and when I'm not on here, I help people take care of their insides (laughs) with regards to healing from things that have happened in the past and because those things can really keep us stuck in patterns that do not work for us and certainly that ripples out into relationships and whatnot. And so when we do this work, we can really start to change the world from within first, first. Because that's how it works. And when we are talking about healing from within, I love to introduce uh, people on this show to introduce other kinds of treatment methods that aren't necessarily completely mainstream. It is becoming more so now, integrative health and such. And so my guest today, I'm really excited to introduce my guest today, Dr. Robin Calabrese. She is an acupuncture physician, a licensed massage therapist, and a licensed primary care provider in the state of Florida. Robin received her master's degree in acupuncture and oriental medicine after completing an accelerated four-year academic graduate program at the Florida College of Integrative Medicine. Academic and clinical education included a solid foundation in the theories and practices of traditional Chinese medicine, which is acupuncture and herbal formulas, that was well-balanced with education in Western sciences and the Western understanding of the human body. Upon graduation, Robin continued her education and clinical training at the Chengdu University of Traditional Chinese Medicine in Chengdu, People's Republic of China, where she completed internships in both internal medicine, which was in Chinese herbal medicine, dermatology department, and reproductive women's health, and in acupuncture at the affiliated hospitals of the university in 2009. Dr. Calabrese is also a licensed massage therapist that specializes in pediatric massage and ashiatsu barefoot massage. She's been practicing massage since 2002, and she uses a natural approach to health care to treat a plethora of health concerns, but can also work to prevent ailments as well. And y'all know that I love prevention. She had found love for acupuncture and Chinese medicine through her mother, who became very ill with MS and fibromyalgia. After years of being treated with Western medicine, her relief was found through holistic Chinese medicine. That is huge. Years later, Robin struggled with hormonal and infertility issues through Chinese food therapy, fertility massage, acupuncture, and herbs. Robin was able to conceive and safely deliver two beautiful children. Mm -hmm. She treats a wide range of health concerns, but her passion is women's health, infertility, pediatrics, And aesthetics. So, welcome, Dr. Robin. Thank you so much. I sound pretty
2: amazing when it's on paper. Yeah. I know, right?
1: (laughs) You sort of forget all the amazing stuff that you've done in your life, and there it is, all accumulated on a page. (laughs) It's good to be reminded of, right?
2: Every once in a while, it's good, especially in this very crazy time, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Well, and what, so you actually went to China and did your internship. What?
2: Yes. And I did that teaching university in Chengdu and Chengdu, China is in the, it's in the Bzechuan province of Northern China. Um, It was actually such an amazing experience Um, after, you know, I mean, I know China has kind of its bad rap right now, but it is a very beautiful place to be at. It's a very beautiful culture and it is a very beautiful medicine, you know, understanding because of its, deep rooted and it's anywhere between three to five thousand years and it's text you know it's can really help guide people on natural ways to heal the body and without again i do work with an integrative uh, practice so i'm very excited to integrate both but sometimes we need to be preventative before we have to emergency solve the problem (laughs)
1: so. <laughs> right. Exactly. And that is the whole point is that there is so much of what Americans they are dealing with and suffering with that mm-hmm. is chronic, that could have been prevented in the first place. And really, their are root uh, problems that aren't being addressed with Western medicine. Correct.
2: Yes. And so I said, because definitely when you have like all the root problems, because, you know, people come in, usually that when people come in to see me or anybody in my practice, it's usually... Last ditch effort. Like if you can't help me, I'm dying tomorrow. You know, and that's fine. You know, it, you know. In my father's generation, they didn't go to the doctor unless they were dying, and somehow it just has trickled down to that respect. But even just starting as a fall from when you were a kid could uh, create chronic pain now in your future, that, and now in your adulthood that you can't walk in different situations. You know, you're, you may not die tomorrow, but it will. It's going to take a few. Took 15 years to get there. You got to think it's going to be probably about seven and a, and a half for you to be completely back to your normal.
1: Wow. Okay. Because that's the other problem that we, at um, least Americans, want it done right now. Give me a pill, and then it should be gone in five minutes. <laughs> Listen, Tylenol
2: is great when it works on a headache. But I said when you when you deal with the body, you deal with every micro new organism of your body. It's not going to happen that way. You know, think of a huge company. You know, you have your CEO, which is the brain, you Mm -hmm. know, and then you have your nervous systems, then you have your lymphatic system, then you have your blood system, and then everything has no management. And do you think uh, things get lost along the way? And sometimes (laughs) it's our, you know, our digestive system, which are like the lowly middle class workers that are constantly working and constantly moving along. And once those get disrupted or they go on strike, all the other systems throw off. So, as long as we keep our digestive system, and then it'll help manage all middle management and help the CEO, which is our brain, not go into anxiety and depression and everything else like that. So, as long as it'll just keep, you know, so then you don't come in like having three days of panic attacks, how, how do I do that, and the pill, like Xanax, and it's like it only helps temporarily, but, you know, what is the root cause of it, you know, what happened to it, you know, is it digestive health, is it the leaky gut, is it something that you ate, you know, is there inflammation in your system, is it is it hormones
1: you know yeah and that's really cool because uh you and i we we are very complementary because you take care of that part and then there's the piece that that so many people don't pay attention to is well what's the emotional environment like what what are your what's your relationship like what are your job like what's your family like you know that type of thing so and some people don't realize that sometimes it is your children that's causing you stress and
2: anxiety. Even though I am a mother, we get it. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's okay to admit that they stress you out and that doesn't make you a bad mother at all.
1: <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> yeah, yeah. Go into it knowing that they're going to drive you crazy sometimes. <laughs> as adorable and beautiful and lovable as they are, they also drive you crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Part of the package. Speaking of which, Mm -hmm. um, that is some of the things that we were going to be talking about because you are uh, really part of the whole before, during, and after of the whole kiddo package. (laughs) And
2: I know these are big questions people really do seem to be having right now. I have a lot of, you know, potential mommies and daddies that were coming that are like, you know what, I think maybe we're going to wait for a little bit. Or, you know, it happens and everybody gets pregnant, but it's, oh my gosh, what do I do now? You know, we, it's not that, you know, do we do a hospital birth and my husband may not be able to be, or my husband, or partner may not be able to be there. Or do we do a home birth and all the other, you know, systematic things that go along with that. And all the questions are rising over and over again. And now we have a child, you know, what are all of our next steps that go on with that? You know, and just with all the questions, especially rising up in this time that are making parents, you know, pre parents and current parents question, even moms and dads who, let's say they've had their children, I'm going to call it a miracle baby, you know, that's like the baby after everybody's off to college, you know, it's like, I have to start this all over again, you know, it's ah. a lot of these, it's dip, it's even vastly different from those parents that have raised their children and have had their new miracle baby, they're like, I didn't have to deal with half this stuff you guys are dealing with now that I had to deal with my older children. Wow. And it's a very interesting, you know, part. You know, I mean, let's go on to the parents. You know, do you, you know, let's say you want to get pregnant. You know, do you decide to go IVF or do you decide to go natural? You know, what, what are what are decisions here to make? You know, what is best for me and my partner? What is best for me and my family? And then also after that, how do how do we deliver? I mean, I I think every choice is right. You know, you can't sit there and just decide you know, all oh, this, what am I doing wrong? You know, it's kind of like going to the same discussion. Oh my God, am I going to send my school, my kid to school or not? You know, that's kind of like in everybody's decision right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, what are the next steps? You know, that I, and I seem to really, you know, I'm all for, I did home births for my children, but that, that was what worked with me. You know, my husband with our first child, it was not, he was not on board. Let's just say you know, there was a lot of convincing that had to happen. <laughs> But again, it was one of these situations that he got to be with me. Now, if me and my husband to have another child and that rule is still in place where my partner or my husband could not be in the room with, with me, I don't know, you know what I mean? I would probably, you know, there's a lot of decisions that are made right then and there. You know, mm-hmm. like, do we circumcise our child? Do we vaccinate our child right away? Do we, you know, are we breastfeeding right away? You know, there's lots of different things and for an exhausted mommy right after delivering, it's very hard to make all these decisions <laughs> right away.
1: Yeah. But yeah, and I think a lot of those decisions uh, should at least have been thought of and discussed and clarified before. Of course, then once it happens, then you had to be ready for maybe breastfeeding isn't working mm-hmm. for whatever reason and we have to add something else or whatever. But yeah, but I uh, shouldn't have to and, wait. You know,
2: there's no birth plans and birth ideas and all that stuff the minute you write, uh, more, I deal with more moms with postpartum depression because their birth plan was not met. Meaning <sighs> to the point, you know, it's a, and it's and it's fine because it's like, you know, they go in, they want to have this birth, but then they had to get a C-section because their blood pressure is dropping, baby blood pressure is dropping. You know, and then you have the violation of, you know, that they were violated because of having surgery. Not that the doctors did anything, you know, everybody was doing it. But it's like that personal, you know, that some, yeah. they feel attacked in a way, you know, and am I a lesser mom because I gave birth this way, you know, dealing, and especially dealing with postpartum depression in this time because, you know, families, your mom isn't allowed to come over or you, you've chosen that, you know, and different things like that. There's not that help because... At least before, I know my mother-in-law basically moved in. I thought she was going to kick me out, you know, know, the the first couple of months. I'm like, I'm still mom, right? You know, (laughs) but, you know, we don't have that support structure at least since since January. And we are in August, almost September. So we're going eight, nine months. And if if the statistics are still true that one baby's born every eight minutes or, you know, or one baby, eight babies born every one, you get my point. I don't really remember that. A like, lot of babies. A lot of babies. I mean, there's been a lot of children that have been birthed in this time. And so there's had to be a lot of decisions and a lot of made, you know, and then making sure mom stays healthy in order to, you know, to care for the child as well. And helping yeah. you up with a holistic approach, you know, is making sure that we have, you know, we can help you with your birth plan, but then we also help you making sure that you can lactate, making sure that we give you herbs to support you as well, and, and making sure we can help you up with good, good-minded good on pediatricians that help to answer your questions.
1: Mm. Yeah, because I mean, one of the things that we know about stress is that that stops so many things from happening. You know, because that's the central nervous system that mm-hmm. you know it uh, goes into fight or flight mode, and and now your immune system is you can't think; you're focused on on all the bad things that are going on in the world and don't see any of the positive things, and so. How does that affect like I could imagine that would also affect, you know, breastfeeding if you're in that uh, space and certainly conceiving.
2: Oh my goodness. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share I I'm gonna share one story. Is yeah. if that's okay if I share a story? Perfect. Okay, so during and this is my personal story. So uh, you know, I'm in my birth class, you know, and we did a, I did it with a midwife and we were required to take a birth class and they kept saying, you know, and you know this stuff, you know, that adrenaline shuts everything down. And I was like, Okay, yeah, 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 whatever. Well what happened was as I was sitting there with my husband and I'm in full on delivery. All of a sudden my brain kicks in that what this actually means. You know what I mean? I mean every woman has this. You know, you're all ready to have a child and then oh my God, I have to go home and take care of it. You know, even though you've had nine months to plan, you know what's our next steps going into this? I my labor immediately stops. I get up, I get dressed and I'm walking out the door. Uh, my <laughs> husband no this is no joke. I see my husband <laughs> on the corner of my eye, terrified to death Even talk to me because he's like I don't know what to do I don't know what to do. Anyway, I walk out. My father sees me and he like sees my husband and my father turns white. You know he's like just looking down on the ground. Finally, I get to closer to the door of the birthing center and the midwife is just sitting there, very nonchalant. She's like, "Hey, um, where are you going?" You know, just not you know really trying to you know get involved. And I said, "You know, I'm going to leave. We'll come back in like a day or two or here. You know, whatever. You know." And then. During that process, anyways, she had me go sit down. She completely calmed me down, and that's very important during this birth process to make sure you find people who can be good birthing partners with you and talk you through it, even yeah. before. you decide to go do that, and she calmed me down, I was back in full labor. So I said, even kind of going on during this process, you know, having positive people that can stand with you. One thing I have heard, though, and I don't know if this is true because I have not, but you can have people on the phone with you while you're in labor. So if you do choose to have a hospital birth during this time, that may be a possibility with you that you could have your doula with you. You could have your husband with you. You could have somebody with you who could help you kind of guide you through this time.
1: Mm, okay. Yeah. That's still really super lonely at, at a time like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I love that story. That was just amazing <laughs> and such a powerful um, uh, e- evidence Mm-hmm. How powerful our adrenaline is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
2: you can stop labor right away. You can, wow. you can pretty much stop anything right away.
1: Yes. yes. In fact, it, it completely, I guess I had Dr. Bruce Lipton on here, and um, he was saying how during uh, uh, heart, what do you call it, heart transplants, mm-hmm. give the patient a shot of cortisol because it stops the immune system so you can put the new heart in and it won't reject it right then and there. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. Yeah. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, especially like when you go into this time, you know, talking about immune systems, you know, what is good to be able to keep up immune systems while you're pregnant? What is it? What is safe to do? You know, because people are like, you know, too much vitamin C, too much zinc, too much that, you know, I mean, one thing I recommended to all of my pregnant mommies and even my postpartum moms. And postpartum doesn't always mean depression, it just means postpartum that you've had your child. You're just in that postpartum right. state. So I just wanted to make that clarified to people, yeah. is that, you know, just make sure, one, you're hydrated and get as much sleep as possible. And don't be afraid to eat, even if it's just cucumbers, even if it's, you know, celery sticks here and there you know remember if mommies go down there was that old robitussin commercial you know if mommies go down you know dad has the the iron stain on his back you know children have shaved their heads as they're running around so you know we have
1: to keep Gosh. ourselves strong <laughs> <laughs> i think we can give dads a little more credit but that's okay yeah, that's probably an old yes we can an old an old commercial but yeah <laughs> 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 there are fantastic, wonderful dads out there. Oh and yeah, we need them. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't saying that at you. But, it's just so funny how how role models are are posted out there, which is really a big part of how we the stereotypes. You totally, yeah. totally it's
2: like you know. And it's like I want to you know give praise to all the single dads out there that are yeah. doing this on their own. You know, I mean, just just as much as they are making these decisions with single moms. Yeah. You know, not even just it's not even just the point. You know all these decisions that have come up as of late and me being a parent, I'm currently, you know, constantly, I've never had to be more fluid than I've had to be in these eight months in my life. You know what I mean? Before it was just basically choosing diapers and make sure everybody has their, you know, your vegetable, your fruit, your protein, and your carb. And that was the decisions that had to be made for my children. Now, Daily things change.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And we are going to roll into some messages, but I do want to let you know, remind you that part two of our panel discussion on raising consciousness is coming up this August 27th. So you'll want to definitely go ahead, go into Eventbrite and look up consciousness panel and you will find us so that you can register because we're going to talk about a lot about these things. How can we get through this time? and be in a much better place. We'll be right back with Dr. Robin Calabrese.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America insights dramatic
0: weight loss coaching program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight the program features nine transformational individual sessions you'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation it's not a diet instead you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle visit insightscounselingcenter.com to find out more
4: Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described
3: as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Listening
0: to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to Karin W at InsightsCounselingCenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K A R I N. Now, Back to Shift Happens.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Shift Happens, where we are talking about uh, having the option of going natural. Now, going natural can mean a lot of different things. We're not talking about hair color here. <laughs> we, I have today with me, my guest is Dr. Robin Calabrese, who is a doctor of uh, acupuncture and, and oriental medicine and uh, specializes in, uh, amongst other things, but uh infertility uh, pregnancy and then you know right after the postpartum there the first year of the child's life right Yes. yes, yeah. yes.
2: And so i said you know we can go into like you know the infertility part of it and basically we had the reference of and you know and we're so stressed out on our next step everything you know, our immune system right. shut down, reproductive system shut down, periods shut down, hormones are shut down. It truly is. You know, people make a joke of it, but it truly is the number one killer. You know, but you
1: know,
2: so I'm hearing a lot of feedback.
1: Sorry. Yeah, it's hard for me to hear you. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if you need to get closer or how.
2: Oh, there's that. okay. Yay. Uh, yes, okay. there
1: we go. So basically, let me just real quick. Basically, our our nervous our, our our stress hormones will shut everything down. Our hormones, childbirth, mm-hmm. our immune system, everything. So yes, so let's go into that.
2: And so I said, basically, so I mean, how, what are some natural approaches to really kind of make sure that that doesn't happen? Because we are definitely dealing in a time where one thing I have enjoyed, you know, there's not a lot of things that people have really been happy about as of late, but there are some certain things that I've really enjoyed about this time period, especially since COVID has kind of like been our number one focus is people are truly taking a step back and really trying to take care of themselves. You know, I've worked over the years with many, many high high profile um, businessmen and women. And I always ask, why not have your employees, you know, do like a 4-1 or a 3-2? And they're like, no, no, I have to watch them. You know, that micromanaging type, you know. Mm. And then during this time, what I have seen is as businesses have had to transfer into a more home-based business because people, because of social distancing, can't be at home, that stress has gone down. Productivity has literally gone through the roof in some businesses, some, a lot of people. So we have actually almost flipped to the side of being more healthy, even mm-hmm. though we are at a time where we're being told that there's a lot of unhealthy things happening. Yeah. So, but with people, really, you know, and then on top of it, people are eating out less, you know, not to the point of being bad to the restaurants, but, you know, less salt in their food. People are like Pinteresting it up, you know, with recipes, all this other stuff like that. And just um, the recipes that I get from my client, from my patients right now that are just like, these are all the things that I've tried this week. Um, how, even though some people are like, well, they gained the COVID-19, you know, but it's like, well, but it's like people have been losing weight during this time, not necessarily in homes, but in just like the information and stress. People have been reconnecting with their families. And this goes perfect into, you know, even just to the home structure. A lot of people are like, you know, even including myself, you know, I'm a working mom, you know, and everything, but I have gotten to see things out of my children. Uh, their personalities that I probably wouldn't have gotten to see I know that they're there but I get to see these things so how does this affect our stress how does this affect our immune system how does this um, reflect you know the first year of parenting you know and everything like that you know it just it it has seemed that even though there's so much crazy there always is that open window or that light at the end of the tunnel that has really been helping to you know that you have to look for the positives, you know, even if it's just the little things, you know, like, hey, I can work in my PJs today, you know what I mean? Or, you know, and I can go outside and I can enjoy, or I can sit there. And I know a lot of parents are going crazy right now with the, with this um, online learning, you know, and different things like that. So immune systems may go down again and again, people, you know, because they're a lot of issues about, you know, having older children and then having new children at home, you know, babies at home, you know, who gets, who gets the attention. And then there's that constant tug and pull and and everything that kind of happens. So, you know, this goes into the next thing. It's like, you know, with depression and anxiety and adrenaline and immunity about how all that suppresses and how that affects the family structure. Because again, now you can also have one parent who's at home and one parent who is still working, you know, how does that affect and what decisions are being made for you and your, for you and your family. And again, for some of my parents, for some of my family's mommies and daddies that only have one child who are thinking about having a second child are like, I don't know if I could have a second child at this point because of this, you know, this split and all these decisions and all this stress that they're under because, you know, people are, women are missing cycles, you know, and different things like that. So what are their next? Because that's other things that adrenaline can do is adrenaline can shut all that down.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which is why, you know, your mental health uh, is one of the... really top things that is really important to get under control along with you know, eating, exercising Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff there. It could just prevent and reverse so many different things right there And, and so so one of the things my my son he's 15 now so i'm pretty much done with the whole vaccination thing but that was something that all the way through was such a big stress for me as like every time he went and i couldn't decide one way or the other what which way to go and 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 all that you know and so so what what are some things that because um, you know you don't provide vaccinations but there a lot no, of parents who have good yeah. questions Right. We're not in our
2: practice, we don't not myself because that is not within my scope of practice. But these are constant questions that are asked. So we mm-hmm. have a group of people, you know, pediatricians, primary care physicians, you know, general general um, as well, who can really help guide you on these makings. Because they said it's not I mean, you can read all the research, you can do all this stuff like that. Look, it is number one topic right now, you know what vaccines also finding a practitioner or finding a team of people who you can have honest conversations with. Because sometimes it's hard to have conversations with your spouse or your family about it because they have their own viewpoints points and judgments and everything like that. And then you hear all the good stuff and then you hear all the bad stuff. And it's like, oh, my God, what do I do next? Yeah. You know, so creating a team of just professionals that will speak with you. You know, again, I had some issues in the beginning, you know, with pediatricians who I felt were not communicating with me, you know, on what was best for me and my family, you know, and just, you know, and not saying either way, you know, I mean, I, you know, it just, it is what it is, what works for you. And just finding people who will talk to you. And that is something that we like to offer here at, at the at family healthcare, as a practice where I am, is that we help guide on what works for you. We have a group of, people of practices that can talk with you and help give you more Direction, I guess, would be the best way to describe
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's really easy if you have a pediatrician and, you know, you're, you just go to the pediatrician and, and do your thing and, yeah. and, and immediately they'll, they'll be on one side, you know, mostly probably for vaccine mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. And, but not even discuss the other side of yeah. what is best for you. And that's, that's what I really like about you. And so, what, what would you say are some ways to find? a group, a team of practitioners, professionals that <laughs> well, one, will have I mean, those conversations.
2: You are the parent. I mean, this sometimes it's hard because what it goes is that, you know, it kind of comes down to the insurance companies. You know, it's like, okay, so the minute you do and you have it, so who, which pediatrician is covered under my insurance? You know, and so then having that. So that's always kind of the hard part, finding yeah. someone you actually like. You know, but just, you know, come prepared with questions. And then sometimes I know you take it to heart. like, what do you mean you're, you're you know, you're not. I'm, this is bad, you know, they put you in a box, I mean, you're just some, like, hippie, weird mom. I mean, I'm a hippie, weird mom, but, you know, just kind of going down that road. But, no, you're just honestly just looking for it. I'm interviewing, when you talk to them, you know, just like you would interview someone who would come to your house today to with your kids and you're not there. Just like you would interview the guy who's going to cut your lawn. You know what I mean? Or just like you would interview anybody who's coming into your house to look at your children. Interview your pediatrician. You know, my mm-hmm. patients when they come in here, and we have like our initial, what, you know, what you call when they have your first visit with people, you know, you're interviewing one another. You know, sometimes I go to patients, I'm not the correct fit for you, so I'm going to refer you out and mm-hmm. vice versa. I mean, that is the best way to have communication with your doctors to be able to make sure that you are getting what you need and answers that you need. And also like talking before you get pregnant, it's also talking with your OB as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so we didn't really get in a whole lot into the topic of, you know, getting pregnant because you you uh we were so excited we just dive right in. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because in, on the you work with the males and the females. Yeah. And so I
2: said, you know, some people forget that it does take two to have a baby. You know what I mean? I mean I some you Last know I, I, I wasn't there, you know, so you know, it was all my husband. <laughs> but so but it is true, you know, sometimes We just, you know, it's very interesting as girls, you know, we start dealing with this anywhere between the ages of 12 and 14 when we first start our period, you know, it's already in our mind. Okay. Now we can have children, you know, this is kind of it with men. They don't deal with it until either it happens accidentally or it's been so long. Why don't I have 1400 children at this point, you know? And so, and then it's usually at this point. So it's like, you know, understanding, oops, there we go. Moving the camera. Um, and then it kind of goes into just understanding male health. You know, um, I personally enjoy. I love working with my mommies, but I really like working with my daddies because they they can be easy fixes. You know, because the men produce sperm up until they're eighty. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes it's very simple as just doing you know detox. Now, if there's been multiple injuries, you know, outside of you know um, multiple groin kicks, you know, I you know that sort of thing like that, or job related stuff. Those might be where you really need to speak with urologist and a reproductive endocrinologist and those things like that. But sometimes it could be as simple as liver detox, you know, gut detox. And usually in three months, we can have everything cleared out. And then the motility and the mobility of the sperm count comes back. And Mm -hmm. you can naturally have a child. Or if you're choosing to go out of IVF, you can actually, you know, they have more valid sperm to go with. Um, You know, women... (laughs) What, what can I say? We're, we're all complicated, you know, in, in every sense of that word, you know, but it's so good on what Chinese medicine does to help you get pregnant. You know, it's like we, lit- we work with you from such a young age, and it's not even, you know, understanding your cycle. I mean, I still have patients that are in their 40s and 50s who are like, I've never tracked my cycle in my life, and I'm like, what? Uh. You know, I... I Okay, you know, and just things like that. And I, I find it to be very important. And there's a thousand and one apps that you can have on your phone that tracks it. It's not like you have to keep a calendar anymore. And it's not even about, but it's understanding where your hormone levels are, you know, hormone levels, skin issues, you know, acne is huge. And just kind of understanding your cycle and your body can help guide you into the future of, maybe not even necessarily having a child, but you know, is there thyroid problems going on? Do you know, are you having PCOS and ovarian symptoms, you know, that you might not know until, and this could all started at a young age before you even start to have a child. Yeah. So, tracking your cycle and understanding, and in Chinese medicine we deal with a four phase cycle. You have phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four, and um, phase one is when you actually bleed. You know, phase two phase three is your, um, ovulation phase and phase four is PMS. And then it kind of just continues cycling, Mm -hmm. cycling that way and everything. And everybody has different days. You know, we base it off a 28 day cycle, but then if you see, if you come in and you say you have a 35 day cycle, then everything is readjusted. You know, I have patients who have 45 day cycles. I have patients who have 20 day cycles, you know, and then everything is just readjusted and we help guide you on what your next steps are. And it'll be very, and it'll help, Keep you in balance, but not only knowing yourself. Now, the cool part is, is that you know, women know that we cycle. You know, we cycle every month, we bleed. But what people don't realize is men also cycle as well. You know, it could be as, as simple as you know, you have lifetime cycles. They do have monthly cycles. You know, there are ancient books within Chinese medicine that facial hair within, uh, with on a man's face is just like the uterine lining, of. Mm -hmm of the woman's uterus and so as they shave they are shedding or how thick that is is truly how fertile they really are you know, and so you can see and, and you can tell sometimes with a man, and that's not always the case, but it's, it's just a very nice visual representation. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes with a, you know, I have patients who come in who have these beautiful beards or have beautiful, you know, and it also goes by race as well because, you know, some men just instantly have, they shave and two seconds later they have that five o'clock shadow. And then yeah. some men, it takes years to grow, you know, one <laughs> one hair, you know. But I said, that doesn't go into the point of fertility. It just goes into the, also the point of also their gynecological health, health, excuse me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is so interesting. I love learning about men cycling.
2: They do cycle. And I said, it's like it, 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 and that is something that is less talked about, you know, whether or not, you know, I mean, it seems to be all over the place about women, but the way, the way men cycle, they, they do do a monthly cycle. They just don't bleed. You know, you can even put them on a four phase cycle and you can kind of see the differences, especially if they've been married for a while, you know, different things like that. You can kind of see they, everybody matches up. You know what I mean? It's just, Mm -hmm. it is what it is, you know, but I said, you can kind of see definitely how things change. And I said, as a man cycles, you know, you can start to see the change in their facial hair as well.
1: So, so when you say that when they've been married for a while, does the male and the female, yeah, Yeah. they sync up. That is amazing. And
2: I said, and they and they have, men and women, that we all have lifetime phases, you know, meaning that we have pubescence, you know, we have, you know, our, all that stuff like that. And then, you know, where we have menopause, they have atropause, you know, and those sort of things like that. And that's how we do it. So those are our lifetime cycles that we go through. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, truly kind of understanding um, the male cycle, and it, it also even just goes to as male cycle as it produces sperm. You know, Mm -hmm. and also, you know, understanding, you know, their testicular health is just understanding what a woman's ovarian health is, you know, and just making sure that what I tell people all the time is we have, we all have the same parts. Men have outies, we have innies. you know, (laughs) and it just, I mean, basically comes down to that. And I said, as long as you kind of understand those principles, you can really help your partner, you know, understand, you know, a lot more men have prostate health, Mm -hmm. which it can be a huge problem going into the future and i'm finding more and more men in their 30s are having prostate health already which is alarming
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is so interesting, uh, Dr. Robin. So, I want to delve a little bit more into that when we come back after this couple of messages. And I just remind you all of the second of our our follow up panel discussion to uh, the New Consciousness Project. You can uh, go ahead and register for that, that's coming up august 27th and we are going to be talking about how do we manage uh, this world that we're living in right now and get out on the other side in a much better place all right so we'll have you right back after these couple messages
3: become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america insights dramatic weight loss coaching program is a
0: transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight the program features nine transformational individual sessions you'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation it's not a diet instead you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle visit insightscounselingcenter.com to find out more Listening to Shift Happens with Karen Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at one 472 5792 That's one 472 5792 Or send an email to Karin W at Insights Counseling Remember that Karen is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now Back to Shift Happens.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Shift Happens. I am Karen Weary, and we would love, love, love to get your comments and questions, whatever else you have. Uh, go ahead, and in addition to my email, you can also go to uh, us on Shift Happens on Facebook page. And um, go ahead, and then you can even watch us if you're listening So, you can see what we look like. (laughs) I shower today. So, this is a good thing. This is a good day. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank goodness. Let's celebrate that. Woo! I, in fact, did not because my water got turned off because there was a break in the pipeline. I'm like, I was just getting ready to hop in after my workout and eating breakfast. I'm like, no, this is not happening. No! (laughs) So, we had the very clean Dr. Robin Calabrese happens happens. You know? Yes, it does. And we go with it. That's what this show is all about. <laughs> yes, and our, my amazing, wonderful guest today, Dr. Robin Calabrese, who is a, a acupuncturist and doctor of oriental medicine. We are talking all about the males and the females and the getting pregnant and the pregnancy and all this stuff. And we just learned, I just learned that – men have a cycle too y'all so now you can't just point your fingers at us <laughs> cuz you have one too and so so and they can even sync up just like women living together and will mm-hmm. sync up and so Dr. Robin just educated us on that too so so you know so really uh, other than the facial hair is mm-hmm. it does, does there's a male's uh, hormone cycle uh, uh, there are there other ways that you see it or things that they need to do in order to take care of that piece of that?
2: And I said, you know, this goes into like really like into the Chinese food therapy, you know, understanding, you know, you know your the food that you're actually putting in your body. You know, foods have testosterone and foods have estrogen base. Like just as an example, you know, beer, hops, excuse me hops is estrogen based and that's why you see people who are men who are beer drinkers look like they have you know they have um, bigger pecs and they have they look like as if they are pregnant because they are dumping estrogen into their system you know just as an example off the top of my head is like right now soy is is an estrogen based you know food as well that's why sometimes for women depending on what phase you are in your life you know, that's why those products are not very, you know, those food types are not very good for you because they can counteract, you know, as your estrogens declining and different things like that. So understanding your food, there is, I mean, it is basic. Food is medicine, you know, and I know that fighting, I've even fought with my father. It's like, I know what organic is. I grew up on a farm, you know, and you guys paying, you know, $14 for a cucumber, you know, it's not <laughs> organic, you know, and I said, and I understand, and I said, but, you know, understanding the time period like that and taking pride in what you eat you know every now and then don't get me wrong you know you want to you want a burger and you want this is not what anybody's saying but just understanding where your food comes from mm. you know there's a couple of diets because in in our practice here we do treat a lot of cancer and we do treat a lot of hormone issues and things like that and so one of the diets that we really go after um is the rave diet r-a-v-e you know and that kind of really if you can kind of look at that and it really kind of breaks things down on you know estrogen-based foods and testosterone-based foods, because on how they feed different types of diseases within your system, and in, and diseases could be at any different stage in your life um, because you are truly feeding. You know you you are what you eat. If you eat burgers and fries all the time, that's what you're going to be as a burger and fry. You're going to be greasy. You're going to be grumpy. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. But I mean, you know, incorporating you know different types now. Again, I am totally not against. I have a patient right now, uh, very very interesting, who has severe, severe eczema, and has changed his diet to where for 30 days he did the carnivore diet. I don't know enough about it to guide him to guide him through. He did it on his own, but it's very interesting on how all that fat from there moistened his skin to really cure up the eczema. But really? truly understanding, but going back to your question, you know, truly understanding, you know, what you're eating and how to promote good testosterone and how to promote good estrogen within your system, be a male or female is truly what you eat and taking, and there's a cup healing. Like there's a really good book. It's called healing with whole foods. That book uh, within a Chinese medicine standpoint really breaks down how food is supposed to be done. And like that layering effect, because we have, you know, our insider system is just like a compost file mm-hmm. and how we layer everything in there is how things are absorbed. You know, and it's like and so if if you're putting good food in, you're going to be absorbing all the good stuff. But if you're not putting so much good food in, then you can have reactions to hormone levels that can have reactions on mood and adrenaline and cortisol and sleep and fertility and everything that goes along with it. You know, I have tons of moms that come in, you know, especially in their first year. They're like, I don't know what to do with the kids, but yet the kids are eating sugar all the time. You know what I mean? And this goes into, and it, sometimes it's not always bad sugar, but you know, it is still is sugar. And it's like, why is my kid so naughty? It's because it, the kid is not receiving the stuff that they need. And believe me, I know there are picky eaters out there. You know what I mean? That's not, I understand the ones that will only eat yellow, uh-huh. you know, French fry, McNugget and, you know, a squash maybe, you know, but <laughs> somebody it, introduced that to them. This is true. You know what I mean? This is true. Yes. But you know, just under truly knowing what you put in your mouth. And this again, these are discussions that we have. And it's not always about a diet. You know, it's not always like, you know, I have to do the next new diet that's coming out in order to either look good, you know, to do this sort of thing like that. But just making that conscious effort to, to eat whole foods. If you're going to yeah. eat, you know, to get all the nutrition that you need.
1: What would you super quick say is a, like foods that you recommend for somebody with uh, eczema since you just brought that up?
2: Okay, eggs, in Chinese medicine, this is how we view it. So in Chinese medicine, the skin, is, the skin is the largest organ on the body, and the skin is controlled by the lungs. The color of lungs is white, and I'll explain that in a minute. But so we go on with white foods. Hmm. Just like there are yellow foods, just like there are black foods, it's like there are green foods, and those are for different cycles. And your lung and large intestine are paired organs. So if you're not eliminating properly, then all those toxins are left in your body. And so now they are pushing out to your skin. This could also have um, issues with fertility as well, because I said, if you're not, if you are not eliminating property, there's toxicity in your body and uh, an egg may not implant because of that. And as we start to eliminate that stuff, but there are many different. And what, what I mean by white foods is I don't necessarily always mean, you know, white cauliflower and white onion you know there's a plethora of stuff and i apologize off the top of my head i usually have a list that i have prepared (laughs) but just an example you know and this is also like eating right for the seasons you know we are in the season i believe we are going into indian summer Mm. which is stomach and spleen Mm. which is yellow foods so anything yellow and so this is the time where our stomach and spleen which is our digestive system is harmonized is that it's strongest It is where you will notice that if people have, you know, issues with um, micronutrients, you know, and they have absorption issues, you're going to really start to notice that now. Mm -hmm. And how does that show up? How does that show up? That Usually it's a, I'm sorry, usually it is a fatigue state. Usually, And you can also tell like, that this goes back into a fertility state because that person, or even if you're coming in with um, low sperm count or if you're even coming in with gynecological issues, what this could show up is that you are not getting enough nutrients in your body. So there's also chronic fatigue that is happening, but there's not enough nutrients in your body to feed the other organs. Mm-hmm. Because like we talked about before, you know, the brain's a CEO, you have all the mental management and if you are if your basic needs inside your system are not being met things aren't going to work the way they're supposed to yeah. you know it's like you can't think of that all of a sudden if you haven't run in five years you're going to go run a marathon you know what i mean you have to train it's just like you have to feed your body with what it is in order to have you know a good healthy you know gynecological system in both male and female in order to have a child
1: And that's where I want to to reiterate what you said in the first section here, that if it took 14 years for you to develop something, then Mm -hmm. it's going to take about seven and a half years to really even it out and correct it.
2: And to to correct it. And then Mm -hmm. in explaining that people it's not that you won't see change mm-hmm. you know you will see change you know some people have like these miraculous things where they see change in the first few visits and it's not saying that you have when you see somebody in, a, in the holistic realm that you have to see them constantly for seven and a half years that's not it at all mm-hmm. because during this process you're going to start to feel better so you as the as the patient will start making choices for yourself whether it be exercise whether it be meditation whether it be mental health whether it be like maybe i should deal with my bad relationship with my parents you know what i mean and seeing mental health people you know sometimes it's literally what i like to call the shrek mantra is peeling the onion back you know what i mean and and sometimes you come in for back pain or you come in infertility but you are dealing with some type of an emotional scar if you will that happened it could be a death From an early age, you know, it could be someone, you know, mental and emotional abuse, you know, and I. It doesn't always have to be. When I say the word abuse, it doesn't always have to be as graphic as that word says. You know, sometimes it's just words that people use that, you know, cut you deeply.
1: Oh yeah. You know, and just kind
2: of really understanding where that goes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. (laughs) And and, you know, and that's that's the part that I find also. It's kind of like getting started on Mm -hmm. the health journey you you have to start to build momentum and then once once that happens it's like, oh you know, and then the clarity kicks in. Yes. Yeah. And the foods you can tell the difference in the food. The things that, that were healthy that you thought was just yucky before is like, Oh no, this tastes really good. My body craves it and Exactly. Right? Like
2: this is a, it is so eye opening. And when it usually talks about that it takes half the time, you know, like you said, like the seven years. Like it goes to that point where that's when things, stick. you know what I mean? It's just like, because, you know, think of it this way. You had the most awesome body when you were a senior in high school or in college. It amazing. But then, you know, life happens, you know, and then it takes so much longer to get back to that point, you know, to do it. But then once you get it, it
1: sticks forever. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and because it feels so good to be in that space because you can move, yeah. you you're, you have muscles, you can do things, you're functional. And why would you want to let that go? That's just crazy. Yeah, true. <laughs> <Mostly open. laughs> yes, Bang. that's right. That's <laughs> right. All right, Dr. Calabrese. Oh my gosh, this has just been so fascinating. And to me, the, the real gold piece was that men have cycles too, y'all. So yes, <laughs> I love it.
2: And if you want more information about it, email Karin and we'll be able to get some more information for you on that. And I can help describe it within a Chinese medicine model so that you understand, you know, that there's a lot to do not only with female reproductive, but male reproductive just and. important. Absolutely.
1: You know, just, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I will also, on the Shift Happens Facebook page, post, uh, how can you contact Dr. Robin Calabrese? Yes. And uh, yes, because you're at the whole family, whole Remind me, I didn't whole know family
2: health care. Yeah. No, that's where We're at whole family health yeah. care.
1: In Lake Mary, right? No. Well, there's one
2: in Lake Mary, and then there's one at Winter Park.
1: Awesome. In Florida. Yes. Yeah. If you are not in the U.S. (laughs) We're all over the place. Anyway, so we will encourage you to share this, please, with everybody that you know, because this is information that everybody needs to know, especially if you know somebody who's in that reproductive age and they're looking to decide one way or another. There are options. There are ways to go about this naturally. So implement, listen, share, and...
2: But even if you're a mom and you don't want to do birth control with your daughter and she's having a lot of issues, there's a lot of things that you can do naturally to make it work. So, yeah.
1: There you yeah. go. Because we want you to be your best because you have unique talents that we need in the world. So go out there and shine your beautiful inner light.
2: Thank you
0: thank you so much for tuning in to shift happens please join host karen weary ida serena lee and john kennedy for another edition of our program next tuesday at 11 a.m pacific time and 2 p.m eastern time on the voice america health and wellness channel we wish you continued success as you discover the true you